So we're recording now. All right. So what's up? What's up, Antonio? Oh, man. I'm enjoying my life for the very first time. That's wonderful. I got the right people, the right situations, you know, pouring goodness into me tremendously, immensely. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. That is lovely. That is lovely. I mean, you are amazing. Like I said, I read your uh, your bio and everything and everything we talked about the last time. I mean, you are amazing. You are a true survivor. You are a true warrior. You know, you have definitely overcome many, many challenges and obstacles. You know, you are definitely an inspiration to me and to everyone that's um, listening right now. Like, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. And I'm honored to be talking with you, you know? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're an inspiration to me, too. You know, you're, you know, a true present mom and, you know, you're awesome wife and you're a great auntie, man. I'm blessed that we are friends. Yes, you know, in different parts of America, we <laughs> friends to the core. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, baby, no doubt. Yes, yes, indeed. So let's go ahead. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. What's our topic? What's our topic right now? What is this free flow? <laughs> yeah, because you know. Do we ever stay on top of what I said last time? <laughs> no, it's not our mind. We was just flow with it, flow with it. I wish I would have got that audio because we was just flow. We just flow. We just flow. It was so authentic. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, me really, I just kind of been taking in a lot and doing a lot of like self reflection. And um, I actually just started as of Monday, as of the first of this month, I actually just started with the homeschool with my son. So today, um, like he was doing a remote learning at home, but I started with the, um, with this, this homeschooling him, like outside of like the public school system. But I'm like, he's home anyway. We need to do something that's more comfortable for him and for me, you know, now that I have a new baby and everything, because I just feel like for a child, especially an eight-year-old boy, he's cooped up in the house all day because of the pandemic. Mm. Be online Monday through Friday from 8.45 to 3.45 p.m. That is just a long time, you know? So I actually, um, I bought a lot of yoga mats for him and my, my son. Mm-hmm. For both my sons, I bought the yoga mats for me and them, a yoga board game to do with them, to get them into yoga, kind of to calm them down a little bit more. Um, I bought some, um, the little boards, the posters, like the educational posters, workbooks and everything. So I got a couple of things, you know, everything came in today. I said my laptop, everything came in through Amazon. So um, I'm definitely, um, you know, preparing myself for that, preparing myself for the homeschooling thing, because, like, we can do things more in our own time, a better time frame and schedule that's going to be suitable for him, where he could learn, and he won't have the opportunity to go into those video games, because that's what he was doing. He was using that time. Most of the time, you know, he's surfing the web and into that Roblox and stuff, and I just said, you know what? I'm old-fashioned. You need to learn the old-fashioned way with a paper and pencil. <laughs> You know, you know, and the, the chalkboard. And yes. <laughs> I got the giant base boys and everything. Let me show you. I got some um, little yoga. 
I love yoga. Word up. Word up. Yes, yes. We are going to be doing yoga, baby. We are going to be doing yoga in the house. Yes. I started yoga in college. Whoo, quite therapeutic for me. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I haven't y'all trying to get my Kanye West workout on. <laughs> Since oh, I have a baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the, after you work out, you know, you get to the groove of it. It's like, oh, I'm not carrying a human in my self anymore for nearly <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting back into myself since I had the baby. You know, like you see, I um I dyed my hair. I took my braids out because my daughter braids my hair, so I dyed my hair with top peak right Your now. Daughter so I dyed my hair. hair. Yeah. And, yeah, I gotta get a haircut though. And as rappers say, that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta get a haircut though, so like, yeah, I gotta get me a haircut, you know. I have got to get a haircut. Yeah, get, but that'll come, that'll come. I get my haircuts every week, you know. My barber shaves my beard, so I stay fresh. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm feeling good. You know, springtime is coming. The weather's been warming up. We've been getting a couple of, like, warm days. I think tomorrow out here in Chicago is supposed to be, like, 51, 51 degrees or something like that. Me and my son got out the house. I went to the eye doctor um, last week. That was a nice little outing. I stopped at the pant store. So, you know, I've been getting out the house a little bit more, you know, even though we're still in the midst of this whole pandemic. But I've been getting out the house more. I've been, um, you know, getting back to myself, recovering from the whole pregnancy in a postpartum period so I'm definitely feeling good I'm feeling better you know and um I'm feeling hopeful I'm feeling real hopeful you know that's good because I know some people are mean-spirited when they shame women for they carry life and now they want to say hey you gotta look back the way we're for like but that is so heartless because she could have experienced death just so life can be brought into this planet. And so, yeah, I hope, you know, nobody's shaming you because that's a beautiful, as they say, it's a beautiful struggle. You know? Yes, yes. <laughs> no, nobody's not shaming me. You know, just me. I just really want to get back into, um, I want to get back to my pre-pregnancy weight, you know. I want to, you know, so I can, I want to fit back into my old clothes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, I don't, you know, 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 you She's growing and thriving, you know, she's beautiful, she's a joy, she's a pleasure, you know. Although, you know, she's keeping me up all night, so but I hope I'm not looking a little tired. <laughs> it's 1222 where I am, all right? It's we we're gonna keep in sync. <laughs> yes, 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 definitely. Yeah, you wanna share you wanna share your story first and mine. No, let's go with you. Let's go with you. I done shared stuff about me already. I'm talking about my my workout plan, my whole school homeschooling plans and stuff, you know. Enough talking about me. Let's talk about you, baby. What's up? Uh, 
Man, I, I, I took the bold move and started book writing. All right. Yeah. So let's, let's tell me about that. You know, I had a, uh, you know, just my grandma, she, you know, in transition. And so I, so I, I looked up ways to keep the, you know, maintain a connection to those who have gone on. And I figured out if you write like conversations, like imagine them, what they would say back to you or what you would say to them. And it helps out with, grieving and healing so I said okay let me merge those two um, psychological ideals together and so I still keep it I still hold on to them for like their life in a in a non um, fearful way and so that's what I do with my grandma I write a book I do a book series on talks I would have with her updating her about my life and you know, those, you know, genius things such as that, and, you know, well, that's um, beautiful, thank you, thank you, yeah, that's beautiful, I, I mean, that's different, because, you know, it's pretty much like, you know, you're writing to her as if she was still here, you mm-hmm. know, like, updating her on your, that's, that's one of, like, you're, you're speaking to her, like, while she's, in, like, in spirit, that's beautiful, yeah, yeah, that is it, beautiful, that's beautiful, and I think that is beautiful, that's, that's great, you know, yeah, yeah. I believe in, you know, honoring the ancestors, you know, honoring, honoring the ancestors, and, you know, I make an altar in my home and everything like that. So I definitely can relate to that. I think that's beautiful. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's, and that's a great way to grieve. You know, that's a, that's a great way. That's a really good therapeutic, um, that's really good, you know, therapeutically to grieve, you know? Yeah. That's definitely a great therapeutic source right there. That's, that's wonderful. Definitely, definitely. Much love, much love on that one. Cause yeah, I just wanted to be able to show people that you know there's a way to stay in unison even if they're in a separate dimension. So exactly, exactly, and that is wonderful. That is wonderful. You know that goes a lot into when I talk about you know spirituality and metaphysics and the ancestors and everything like that. Cause like I said, I do like I leave the altar out, and I know that um my spouse he he has an altar for his grandfather because his grandfather transitioned also, and he has an altar out for him and everything like that. That's definitely a great way to um grieve and stuff like that. Like I said, and I'm in the house and everything like that because I have a background in occupational therapy. Um, I didn't obtain my degree, but I did study in that. And um, I look for ways to use these. Uh, like, I, like I said, I'm also going back to school for the integrated healing practitioner. So I look for ways to create like therapeutic tools with like the manifestations and the spiritual belief system. You know, can be used like in a therapeutic way to help with you know whatever it is that you're going through, whatever your source of trauma is. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I looked for ways to create that. Like I was, I'm looking at this thing called a burn book, and pretty much it is just like you know how sometimes someone upsets you and you want to like curse them out, you want to tell them like it's his and go off on them and stuff like that. But you know, if you say that, I, I can really I, like you know, I, I <laughs> you know, if you, if you really say those words to those people, you really act out on those emotions. You know, you're gonna be in trouble and cause a rift. You know. There could really be some serious consequences behind that. So I was looking at, you know, the burn book thing where you actually write it in a burn book and then you burn it inside this little bowl, you know? Oh, write that, okay. like, you know, everything you want to say and blah, 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 blah. And I, then you you put it in the burning bowl, you know? So it's a burn oh, book. Oh, wow. That's a 
Yes, yes, yes. So I'm actually working on uh, a project now. I got a project in mind, you know, create my own, you know, burn book with my logo, Lady P, Third Eye, and everything, and using that as a therapeutic tool to um to work with, you know, and to put that out there to people, like you know, just write your your problems down, write it down, you know, before you go and curse somebody out. Like, I'm gonna go the fuck off on this. <laughs> you know, write it down, it is. and then you know. You know, just get the burn book. Just put it in a burn book. Put it in a burn book. And then burn, baby. <laughs> you know, so I've been looking at all kind of ways to, like, come up with ways, you know, to help people. Like, I mean, you know, my whole integrative healing practitioner, of course, which is to become an entrepreneur, to pursue entrepreneurship, you know, and a oh, holistic setting. That's one yeah. of my favorite words, is I'm planning on pursuing social entrepreneurship. It's when you okay. to resolve world issues. So, yeah, I'm, I'm up your alley on that one. Yes, yes, yes. I'm starting. Um, I'm starting a course in a couple of weeks. Uh, April, like the first week of April. So, you know, I'm in the house. Like I said, I got my, um, you can see me right now. You know, I got my tarot cards and everything. I have the Rachel True. I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Crash. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Rachel True, she's a her, um, I don't know, can you see her picture right there? Oh, yeah, I see it clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 so look, this is her um, tarot card set. She just made these, uh, she made her own tarot card deck ah. uh, a few months ago, like back in like October, I believe, so, uh, you know, and I'm taking a tarot card course right now as we speak, um, you know. To use tarot as you know to meditate on a tarot card, to use it as a source of a guidance, you know, uh, do a daily tarot a day, you know. Uh, I've been working with these. I've been working with her cards. I've been working with her cards a lot. Um, I like those. I like those some more. So I have a uh, what we have right here. The hip chick tarot. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I'm working on these. Um I just I just love when, when our people are doing swell, so thanks. Yeah, I'm working on a lot of different things. Um just really learning different tarot cards, see what resonates. I said I'm gonna have to have different tarot cards with different clients. I have a, a women's empowerment day, you know. That and these are my favorite tarot cards right here. My ink and intuition. These are my handy dandies. I had these for a while, so I do. I, I work with those, you know, uh, whatever resonates with me. I mean, I, I I'm amazed at that. That you know, you're purposely choosing to, you know, grow the quality of your own life. Definitely, I'm like if it helps me, it'll help other people. You know, when I was um, um, my legally husband, who I'm legally married to, we got married twice. We got married, divorced, and remarried. He went to prison for five years, he federal prison for five years, and then he came home, and then we got remarried again. We got divorced while he was in prison, and then we got remarried again when he came home. And um, I just uh. I was just really hurt. We, we, we were going through a lot. And I was just really hurt. And uh, 
I really look to like my ancestors and prayer and meditation and this stuff just really, 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 really helped me. It really did because I was just so like, I was just so disappointed. I was disappointed in myself. I was disappointed with him. I was just, just like, what in the world? <laughs> you know? Understood. Yeah. You know, I, I just really found a lot of peace with this stuff. I found a lot of peace, you know, with my, um, I just found peace. I just found peace, you know. I was like Angela Bassey, like Tina Turner, and what's love got to do with it? I'm your whoring, get your. Like, no, yo, they get like, this stuff is peaceful. Cover my face. I can just pray and relax, you know, meditate. That's what I do. Like, my form of acting spiritualities, I just think about my ancestors and each and every decision I make and each and every outlook I, I have in terms of uh, perception. So, I do practice that. Also, you know, my way of I, I, I love oneness and wholeness. Ooh. Oneness is you know, hey, you know, Patrice is a person, Tony is a person. She has a right to the her inner beauty, I have a right to my inner beauty. Right? So if I right. so to well, to in order to get the wholeness you gotta start with oneness first. When we see what we have in common and I recognize the, the absoluteness and the totality of who I am. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I definitely, um, I wanted to read something. Let me see. Today, because I get these emails from the school I'm going to, and it's all about practicing mindfulness. Oh, so, yes. I learned this yeah, in college. So let, me, let, me, let me go to that email and find that email real quick. It was, um... Yes, I love it. I love it. Like I said, I, I need this in my life because it will help me to help others. And that's what I love. And it says, um... You know, it says, through the Integrated Healing Arts Practitioner Diploma, you can become a holistic entrepreneur. Learn how to help clients make critical lifestyle changes, release fears and past traumas, manage pain, stress, or overcome addiction. Learn to practice mindfulness and how to teach others to do the same. Become deeply in tune with your higher self and your innate wisdom. Lead others to hear the truth buried within their hearts. And, um... That's how I feel. I feel like by learning, by learning all of these techniques, by learning how to become an integrated healing practitioner, I'm going to be able to help other people. You know? Yeah. As I learn, then I teach. You know? And that's that's what I I decided. Like, that's really what I want to do. I really want to take this to a whole other level because this is what I do. You know, I ask myself these questions. If it wasn't about money, if money wasn't a factor, like, oh, I want to do this because this is going to be money. I want to do that because it's going to be money. If money wasn't a factor, the stuff that I do now with burning my sage, doing my yoga, my meditation, my trataka, 
my tarot cards, you know, doing those things and making my herbs and oils. Those are things that I do because I love it, you know? I truly, truly love it. It moves me. It's just so therapeutic and relaxing. I, I just love to do it. So why not make a career out of that? And I can help myself as I help others also, you know? Because especially now in today's world, it is just so much going on. I mean, people have... The world is has is just so ugly. We could just recap 2020. It was just crazy. You know, the whole pandemic, the George Floyd, the rioting, the looting. I mean, the crazy things that I was hearing on the news, like people killing their kids, people killing themselves, people killing their spouses. It was just, it was crazy. Every time you turn the news on, every time, it was just, it was just, you know, just, 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 just craziness. Just the world is just like in an uproar. And it was just all over, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. It just was crazy. So I'm like, the world needs healing. The world really needs, you know, healing. And I'm like, wow. You know, 2020 for me was bittersweet because I came out here to Chicago. I really just took a leap of faith and just went for it. And like, you know, um, opportunity came with, you know, with moving out here, housing, you know, with furnishing my apartment. And just, you know, it was just like a blessing in the midst of all of this chaos in the world. You know, I really received a lot of blessings and just finding a new relationship and having my daughter. It was just, you know, um, it's been a blessing even through all of this, like, chaos that's been in the world. So I, um, I just said, you know, this is it. This is what I want to do. Like, this is what I want to do in my life. Like, you know, this stuff, when I was going through the whole, like, you know, with with my my husband, I want to say ex-husband, you know, his, his physical, his verbal abuse, you know, his drug and alcohol problems, his, um, his infidelities and everything, and, you know, him just coming home from prison after being in federal prison for all those years and me just letting him back to my life, my home, my kids' life, you know, if just going through that and had just having the baby with him and just, you know, just everything that I was feeling, the hurt, the pain, the betrayal, the deception, the, the, the just, you know, my, my self-esteem being low because, you know, I was pregnancy and all of that stuff, you know, I just was, um, I found so much peace with this. I found so much peace, you know, with with, you know, um, connecting with my ancestors. I found so much peace with, um, with meditation and just, you know, the way the stage smells and the Pelotonso and just going and doing the herbal cleanses, the spiritual cleanses and baths and just, like, setting on my altar. You know, I just found so much peace with that. And really, 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 really and I, I've always been, you know, I've never been in trouble in life or anything as far as, you know, like, and uh, you know, um, I've always, you know, I never gotten in trouble on the law or anything, or anything, but, you know, I was just so hurt, I was just so hurt, 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 and I just felt like this stuff just really hurt, helped me, and I know that if it helped me, and it, and it moved me in such a way, I can help others, and I'm like, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to I want to be a good healer. I want to, this is what I want to do. <laughs> you know? And I'm not going to sit up here and be all like, um, because people get into this whole, like, you know, being a real thing, whatever like that. You know, yeah, I curse. I use profanity. You'll hear it in my podcast. You know, my kids, like, pop in sometimes. You hear them in the background playing and stuff like that. But, you know, and I'll, I'll express myself, you know, about things that I've heard of people that, that said to me or just things and just knowing how people are, you know, in the world and stuff like that. You hear me voice my opinion, but I'm I'm showing you that I'm a real person. You know, this is I'm, I'm doing a, this I'm not because I love it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
you know, know what? Uh, this is what I do. Yeah. And it's and that's what I'm teaching my kids, you know. And I think a lot of people need this, you know. I really wish, you know, I, I a lot of people need this. <laughs> and I recognize that a lot of people need me. And I'm not yes. the only one that needs me because I remember the things that I was telling you earlier about. I thought I was this. I was made to feel disqualified by society because autism in a neurotypical world, black in a white world, child abuse in a adult supremacy world. So I thought, who wants to listen to me when I'm three strikes and I'm out? And I said to myself, along with the, you know, the wholesome people in my life, they said, why not you? And I said, why not me? So I did my podcast been doing it since August 2020 and I, the rest is outstanding history definitely baby and don't stop keep going because you are an inspiration I mean you know you graduated valedictorian you graduate you obtain your college degree like you amazing like you take things that I had that I haven't <laughs> you know you inspire right. me like seriously <laughs> 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 you know, I think that you are, I think you are wonderful, you know, and you being a black man, you know, in today's world, and then you having, you know, I don't want to say that a disability, but you having us having, you know, the autism, you know what I'm saying? That's definitely challenged. Black men have it hard enough, and then for you to have that, that's even more challenging. For you to have those challenges and still overcome you know, you are definitely a warrior. You are amazing. And you are just, you know, I really can't describe it. I really can't find the words to to express it. But you are definitely, truly, truly, a tr- truly, you know, you are represent strength and perseverance. You know, you're a true representation of strength and perseverance and ambition and motivation. And, you know, you definitely inspired me. Like, I'm like, I gotta do this. I gotta finish. <laughs> you, you inspire me. Like, Seriously. Wow, much gratitude for me to you because, <laughs> you know, I can provide disability services and, you know, travel Italy, Croatia, Slovenia, London, England, and, you know, I'm also a, a, a 4.0 11th grade, a sixth grade cashier, so the root beer floats. I'm literate in cursive, so... I got my cursive crown on the very first try, so I classmate do it and I wanted it. Seventh grade secretary, eighth grade president, you know, I was also into basketball, track, and softball. I did book reports for fun, that's why, you know, my my high school got to go to uh, Dave and Buster's at the old White Flint Mall because I was the main one just doing the book reports. Yeah, that's really for fun. I did every week. I can type 50 words per minute in middle school. And, um, hmm. Oh, 12th grade reading level, 7th grade, that too. Yeah, um, two commitment speeches, 14 and 23. Um, I've been in counseling, you know, I was in counseling and therapy because, you know, I was a victim of you know, I got help at a psychiatric institution. You know, I, what they said, oh, you don't need any medication because 
you know, the way he handled things as a child, he was always positive and laughing and joking, you know, that was how I dealt with the trauma, and also at my academic prowess, too, and just being a good kid, they said, oh, you don't need any medication, it's okay to get therapy and meds, but they said I didn't need that for me, so, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored. You definitely are, baby. Yes, you are. And like, I felt like, well, what, like, what kept you going? What was your motivation? Who encouraged you? Uh, I had a lot. Grandma, people became my my family, friends like you. Uh, and also, I was pointing out my gifts. Uh, I haven't had a suicidal thought in twenty years because of this. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, I had people in my life that never gave up on me. That's why I never gave up on me. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. I'm just listening and listening to you and taking everything in. And it's definitely, you know, support is a major thing. You really need support and people encouraging you. You really need positive people around you and people who want the best for you, people who want to see you thrive. That's important to have. That that's definitely a determining factor in your success. Is like the supportive and positive people that you have around you, you know. And the yeah. fact that you have people encouraging you, yeah, that's 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 wonderful, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm really I'm really grateful for it because you know I had a, an, an astounding time with you know racism times it was said around me I wish Obama was lynched and, you know I went to South I wish the South won the Civil War that but I said to myself I'm going to be the light of love in the in this darkness of hate I mean that metaphorically and not racially so mm-hmm. I just had this boundless optimism is what I call it natural permanent positivity you know nothing makes me harden in heart I, I have a soft heart even if people are hard hearted to me I was called every name that you could call a person that they think is this is disabled but I just had my inner resolve it was inborn to say nothing is going to make me fall victim to self-destruction. Nothing's gonna make me toxic. Nothing's gonna make me evil. Nothing's gonna make me pure evil. Nothing's gonna make me negative. Nothing's gonna make me um, difficult. Nobody can make me each and every um, poisonous quality that any human being can possess. And I said, nope, not gonna do it. Hell no. That is just so beautiful because you know what it like. I have found, you know, that there are some very evil people in the world. There are people who will try to project their negative energy onto you. There are people who will try to make you doubt yourself. You know what I'm saying? There are people who will try to shun you, try to keep you quiet, try to ignore you, you know, and really try to make your self-doubt onto you. You know what I'm saying? The devil is a liar. And you'll be surprised, you know what I'm saying? Um how evil people are um, in this world. The yeah. evil that lurks, you know what I'm saying, in this world, and how people 
you know, because that's how people have done me, and I can't figure out, you know, what in the hell did I do to them? <laughs> you know, right. why are they trying to keep me quiet for? You know, why are they trying to, like, I'm about to let somebody get over on me. Like, people are crazy. <laughs> they are. And, and what you said really did happen to me, and I said that I'm going to have fun proving them wrong by just naturally being me. I'm going to... Exactly. That's the best, best thing you can do is to continue to do you, continue to be yourself, continue to be of love. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the devil the devil is a liar. And, and, and God will keep, lift, keep bringing you higher, keep lifting you higher. The more they try to bring you down, God will keep lifting you higher, lifting you up, you know? And I mean, God is the all. It doesn't matter, you know, what we believe in or who you believe in. God is the all of the universe. But, you know, I say that in, in, in those terms, not, uh, you know, relating it to any type of religion, you know? It's the universe, yeah. you know? Yeah, I practice the... Uh, I like how you frame God, because I frame God in the same way. I have a secular spirituality myself. Um, I, I'm a humanist. And, you know, as people, we just believe... I've mentioned a cup uh, a few of the qualities we believe in peace, social justice, critical thinking, and empathy. So that sums us up. Environmentalism for sure. So it's about five virtues that I think of. There's more, but I'm gonna keep it short. And yeah, I I think that also for for me, for the first time, yes, it was yesterday. I felt like I was handling like the post-traumatic stress exceptionally well for the very first time in my life. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a roller coaster. I was able to talk to a couple of my cousins about what I was dealing with, and they helped me out. And I remember with my um, other cousin was telling me, you know, hey, um, I'm happy. I'm really getting to handle this anxiety. And so I, I've learned to articulate my, you know, the feelings that like the word riff uses. I feel like I had a riff with myself. And I don't feel that way anymore. I, you know, the negative self talk, dead, um, being hard on myself, dead. I don't fight through things, I have myself, but I have a core team to fight with me now, I'm no longer easy high through life, not happy, happy, joy, joy, the hurtful shit, and I just say, hey, I'm not gonna be physically alone and kicking ass anymore, and that, and allegorically, <laughs> as you should as you should you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> and I'm glad that despite all that I can still bless your life too and when you talked about it you said so that was that's a major part of our our uh, connectivity we both mm-hmm. have abuse stories I said now it fully makes sense why we, the universe, has us coexisting in such a togetherness fashion. 
<laughs> yes, yes. I believe everything happens for a reason. You came across my podcast for a reason. We're connecting right now and doing this this show for a reason. You know, everything happens for a reason. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I learned different things about Israel. Wow, you went to Chicago to take a stand for yourself despite all those abusive hurdles and all that hard hostility that came your way. You still decided to utilize your dreams. Yes, and it's so crazy because before I left to Chicago, I was almost going to go back with him. Like, I was almost, you know, we had took the kids to the uh, father, bring your kids to school day. And I was almost going to go right back into the same old thing. And I said, uh-uh. The opportunity came, and I left. I just took off, you know, and I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. I wasn't even expecting. You couldn't tell me this in a million years. I wasn't even expecting any of this, you know, that I was not expecting know to get an apartment out here for to be furnished you know to come across this program i was not expected to meet love in my life i was not expecting to have any more children it all was just so unexpected it's just been like such a blessing you know and i just took off and i said i want to take a step for myself and i'm going to do what makes me happy and you know my grandfather told me you know, i was i would call him and be like yeah i'm out here you know this is going on so they were like come home come home come home and i'm like no i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this you know, and I went through like the domestic violence, um, like shelters or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be alright. I'm gonna do it. I can get through it. I can make it. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And you know, I was almost ready to just throw in a towel. And it's like, you know, boom. <laughs> this help, everything just like came through, and I was just like, wow. You know, because it just seemed like when I was back home. Know, in Jersey, and I miss him. I love him so, so much. But it's like I just got stuck in a rut. I just kind of got, you know, stagnated. I just, just, you know, and it's like my, when I left, my mind just opened up. The blinders came off. And I wow. just started to, my perception, you know, just started to change. And I just started to really, you know, like believe in myself more. Then, you know, these attacks were coming. I don't know if it's because I'm not from out here or what the issue is, but you know, um, you know, people would just attack me for, for myself, for my spiritual beliefs, for, you know, my voice, for, for, for my children. Like, people were, were just like, you know, just would say nasty things. And I'm just like, well, where the hell is this coming from? Like, what the hell is going on? Like, what, what the hell? You know, it was just very judgmental. And like, um, you know, definitely sent out some negative energy. And I definitely say this I'm not gonna let, I'm not even gonna feed into it. I didn't even feed into it, you know. I didn't even give them the reactions that they were looking for. I just, you know, kept forth with my faith or my belief and and that's it. And you know, just let you know, I just you know, I'm in the will of God, you know. Wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I was touched by that part of the story because I mean there were times I for the first time in my life actually last night I made a decision to feel, to embrace not being liked by everybody because as an abuse survivor it was more than just natural human uh, inclination to go hey I want everybody to like me as an abuse survivor you're more invested in it more because of what happened so for the first for I know I say first time in my life because 
I constantly make enriching history. So I'm a, I'm okay with not everybody liking me. And it took that self-perfect piece to do that. I'm okay with not everybody loving me. Whew. Nothing wrong. I, I live a self-respecting life. So I do. I command respect without being mafia about it. You know what I mean? At the same time. I'm also okay with the fact that not everybody can be my friend, not everybody can be my family, not everybody can be my inner circle, not everybody can be considered my loved one. I can't do life with everybody. Um, can't talk to everybody. Um, can't engage with everybody. Can't have everybody in my life. And. Not everybody's going to find me attractive, but as long as I always like me, love me, respect me, find me attractive, and be my own positive person in my own life, I am am of contentment and thankfulness. So, I've learned I'm sexy to myself, and that's all that matters. And you were so right about that. You know what? But to touch on that, what you said, I'm okay with people not liking me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not for everybody and everybody's not for me. And I'm okay with that, but I do not have to tolerate disrespect. You know, it's a point to, if someone doesn't like you, they don't like you. If you don't like, I feel like you don't like me, you know, leave me alone or, you know, stay away from me because that's what I would do. But it's the the matter of, you know, someone being disrespectful, someone not respecting me as a human being, someone not respecting me as a woman, someone not respecting me as a mother, it's the matter of disrespect, and that's, that's, that's the boundary between when you dislike somebody and then when you're disrespecting someone, because everyone deserves respect. Yeah, that's something that um, I consciously learned in, in college when, um, I didn't know you could stay away from toxic relationships until my freshman year. And so, my parents didn't teach me the things I wish they would have. I had to learn it from trained professionals and self-help books about these very things. And, you know, I was telling my cousin that in my family, this is the truth, we value what everybody else thinks of us more than the one they call God and what that God thinks of us. So true. Because in, in my family, we're not as righteous as we like to come off. Everything we say and do is based off human lens, not because of the one they call God's lens. Right? I say that because they're traditional biblical Christian believing people. And everything they don't say and don't do is because of what people uh, want or don't want from them. For example, they wouldn't want me to share the abuse I experienced publicly, but I decided I value healing fellow survivors more than parental embarrassment because I respect parental embarrassment, but I can't get into it. I said... I can't be quiet about urgency. 
that's not how my mind works. If sharing my peace story means there's opportunities for actual protection in people's lives, I guess it's help start help people start their healing process and that's not it. If I stay quiet, I'm not extraordinary, so why am I breathing if I'm gonna blend in? I don't wanna blend in. I don't it those people and what they think, I don't dwell on it. No, I focus on the people who are empathetic to survivors once and aren't honestly fuck them. That's this healthy self-esteem I have, and so I, I can't, so true. I can't give in to. But what are they? I'm like, what if they think this or that? Why they're not God over me, and I'm not gonna make let them be God over me. I said, I'm not supposed to hide what can help people thrive. I can help you thrive with my pain. As well as my joy. The train is going past. I don't want to. That's okay. <laughs> the L train. <laughs> no, it's like actually it's like a little like how can I say? It's like little train tracks that go past. It's not an L train. It's like a it's a little train. You hear it? You hear it? I hear, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I first moved in, I swear to God, my son was three years old uh, when we first moved in here, and that train scared the hell out of him. Like, my kids, they stayed up all night long. Like, they would hear the train, Bobby, the train's coming. The house is shaking, and they would stay up all night long. Like, it, it took a while to get them to sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> train, it took them, like, forever to get them to, like, sleep. Um, the sweet. I think that's why my little baby, my baby girl, she stays up all night. I'll be honest because I train is like <laughs> those trains. <laughs> like they, it comes. I swear, it comes like every like hour or two. It comes. <laughs> I had to throw that in there because I'm like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. And also, I just, I recognize that I'm not a private person, too. Because I remember mm-hmm. talking to one of my best friends. I remember telling her that, you know, how some people in families don't want you to mention the trauma that happened. And she made a profound point. She said, why are they trying to stifle your greatness? And I said, I never looked at it that way until that that this disclosing the victories over abuse is a part of my greatness and not sharing that means not sharing the full greatness of me. I said, you're right. I said that's that's very, very true. Yeah, because in our in, in our community, oh man, we still have the effects of slavery over our heads. Prison to mind is so true. It's like we still cover up abuse because that's what white men had us do during slavery. And the amazing, I mean, the 
negatively amazing thing on that is, but covering up doesn't make the brutality disappear. You just put strength to the brutality, you strengthen it. And I decided I I'm not wired that way. I'm not gonna be passive aggressive. I'm not gonna have fake acceptance and fake love and a false sense of everything high quality in a human being. I said, no. I'm nope, I'm not doing that. That's what the demons, you know, the Jesus want me to do. Now, if you can say and do things that will keep people from killing themselves, that will keep people from from just existing and actually start living, who am I to rob somebody of the gift to be all of their true identity? And that's how I feel. And that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? That's very beautiful because people need that. The world needs you. You know what I'm saying? And the world needs people like you. The world needs the world needs to hear their story. They need to hear that because that gives people motivation. That gives people like inspiration to say, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? I could do this. Let me keep going. Let me keep pressing on. Let me keep moving. Like, you know what I'm saying? The world needs to hear that. Cause sometimes, you know. Maybe your family or friends, you're not comfortable talking talk, talking to them. I mean, it was times, you know what I'm saying? I, I had to like, I'm not even, I had my Facebook, you know what I'm saying? But I'd be activated from time to time and I'll go on and stuff like that. But I had to kind of like, to my family off my Facebook because you you could post something up like, well, what you talking about? I was like, they would get so like offended by, by you know, it or, or you expressing something you know, they would get, like, affected, and it's like, um... Mm. <laughs> offended because me and my sister and I, she's like, sister me, we came to this mutual point that human beings have this attitude, how dare you take away my comfort? I like exactly. my false comfort. Don't make me have to evaluate my comfort and make a true comfort. No! I, I, I will be liked at all costs, even if it's by evil motherfucker. I'm getting dead at it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my god. You want to be, a, you want to be human tox, a human toxin, human toxicity? No thanks. That's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a full course meal. Right? Mm-hmm. I, no, I, no breadcrumbs. I'm not breadcrumbs. You know, I'm not even the appetizers. I'm the full course meal. That's how I see me. And there's nothing wrong. And there's nothing wrong with that. It is nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Supposed to be a full course meal. Do the the breakfast, the brunch, the lunch, the dinner, the snack. <laughs> You are, you motherfucking <laughs> right, I am. That's right. That's right. That's how you're supposed to feel, baby. You know? As you should feel about yourself at all times. You know, you should feel good about yourself. 
Don't be cocky and be conceited, but you should feel good about yourself. You should always, um, you're always supposed to strive and supposed to want more, you know? Yep, because I'm not left of the season, so. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad we, 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 um, we shared these things. Because I remember you made a, you said something to me very profound. You talked about the trust issues we have and this concept of soul family. And I like yeah, how, yeah. and I like how you defined it because you made it feel like I gotta take my time in trusting people and who I call this person this role or that role. That made you feel like you have to take your time. Yeah, you know we have trust issues. You don't call. Yeah, definitely. When I was saying like a soul fan, you know, like I said, it's so hard for me to trust people. You know, so it's hard to like to let people into your life, especially when then you feel like you know when you've been through things and past experiences. So it's definitely hard to trust people, especially when you're somewhere and you don't know you know people that well intentions, you know, or they have any type of hidden agendas. It's definitely really hard to trust people, but, you know, you have to build a soul family and build a family of those that you do love and you do trust. You have to, you know, when you move away or when you, like, you know, you go somewhere else, you know, you have to build a family and you, the difference about your soul family, though, is that you get to pick them. We can't pick our family, you know what I'm saying, that, that we were born into and that we have, but your yeah, soul family, you get to pick it. them. You know what I'm saying? You get to pick and pick them into who you choose, into who you like, into your life. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I have that privilege because I, I pick and, I like you said, pick and choose. I, I, I let life play a natural part, but I also put some work into, you know, because you can't just have a conviction, but you also gotta have work ethic behind your conviction. And a conflict of conviction. So yeah, I, I believe in soul family. That's been happening to me, and also I have friends who it was as, as soon as we talk, I could tell the friendship broke was the best thing for us. So yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I know the last time we were talking, yeah, we we, we touched on like soul family and trust and everything like that, and um, you know, for me. With 2021, I'm really trying to just like just stay positive, just stay positive, stay open-minded, um, keep an optimistic and positive outlook on things, um, and just trying to press forward. And really, like since I'm since I'm like you know I'm done with the pregnancy and everything, I'm really trying to pursue you know all of my um, little entrepreneurship. Um, ideals and everything and um oh that's what I wanted to ask you should we say this on air because I'm like you're on um Audrey are you on Anchor yeah mm-hmm. I'm did you start that's what I did I started off on Anchor because I record on Anchor so I started off on Anchor and then I got like the invites from Audrey is that how it was with you yep okay, okay gotcha 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 so you started off on Anchor too right yeah I'm still gotcha, on gotcha. it yeah <laughs> gotcha because with my laptop right this is the first time that i logged into it um via the laptop and not via my phone so i was really able to see like the whole desktop version and stuff like that 
Yeah, I chose Anchor because it distributes your podcast for you. If you choose the one for distribution like I did to Apple, Spotify, uh, Breaker, Overcast, mm-hmm. Radio Public, those things. So I'm gotcha, still, gotcha, gotcha, plus gotcha, it was gotcha. free. I was like, cool. I don't feel like paying to share my poetic capability. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about starting a, a blog. Did you get like the WordPress thing? Did you try that out yet? Did you I, do it? I'm going to soon. You're going to? Okay. I was looking at it uh, before we got on air with each other. I was looking at it and I was like, I was like, hmm, maybe I just, I just started a blog with this. Like, I was really trying to figure out how I could incorporate, like, my little therapeutic tools and do the whole blog things. So I was I was looking at that, like, hmm. I, I, Yeah, I may do that eventually, yeah. I mean, those are, yeah, to grow your audience, yeah. That, yeah, definitely, like, to grow my audience, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to ask you, like, if you got into that yet, like, if you did, and if so, working out for you. Yes, I'm still growing my artist. I've um, been doing more guest hosting. You know, other people have been on my podcast too. I've been reaching out to people on Audrey and we're connecting. And everybody loves my story, including me. You know, I just love how my parents and educational experts fought for me. And the lawsuits that they filed against DC public schools that became my private education, special education until I graduated high school. I started seeing autism as a super blessing and more just my superpower. Because I have a 3D lens of viewing um, the cosmos. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, he's not talking and got all these deficits in math and non-verbal speech language impairment, but I surpassed them all and all that. I was, I was the highest performing student in my math class, won an oratorical contest, and you know, I would supersede their feeble invitation. Like, they don't understand extraordinary. They'll figure it out. Not, I figured it out. So, that's another thing that we was talking about the last time. Because, oh, my God, I thought that, you know, your story really touched me. And when you brought as a child abuse, I was like, <gasps> like, your story really, really, really had touched me. It really, really did. Um, the labeling, like, how they like to label, you know, saying young black boys and little black boys. They're so quick to put labels. You know, they don't have the patience. They don't want to give them a chance. I'm a mother, and I have two black boys. And, you know, they don't want to give them a chance. They're so quick to try to slap labels onto black children, you know? Yeah, all the time. They're very quick to do that. These doctors and stuff, they they're very quick to slap labels onto black children, especially black little boys. They're quick to give them a label. Yeah, that I I was on a podcast earlier at two thirty in the afternoon yesterday, um, East Coast time, talking about these very issues. Mm-hmm. They like to make life hard for you because black child, black boy, right? And you're made to feel insignificant by other people in our community. 
you know, for in, for intelligence, intellect, uh, being scholarly, and being, you know, uh, morphed into academia, and they find that to be, <laughs> they find that to be hazardous and horrendous, and like, why? I love being exceptional. I love being above average. That's not me being conceited. That's not me being conceited or arrogant or haughty. It's just this is how I am formulated. I'm not gonna change the formula. And I, 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 I just remember that times feeling like did my mom eat something bad to make me autistic with my dad's sperm or mom's egg or something my dad ate was why was I born with was I born missing neurons or why is my brain not neurotypical and then it dawned on me instead of asking that question I'm going to be grateful that I'm atypical <laughs> it's definitely a blessing definitely you are a blessing you know you're blessed you're definitely blessed um I just think that um well the first one to destroy you know someone is when they're a child you know because everything starts in the mind you know everything starts when you're a child you know so the first, the best way to just try to destroy something is your child and try to start, you know, putting that self-doubt, those negative belief systems about yourself and start, you know, rooting, growing those roots, those bad seeds, you know, oh, you're bad, oh, you know, you're not good, oh, you're a bad child, oh, you don't listen, oh, you know, those are growing bad seeds, those are just starting bad seeds and so they faster you keep telling someone oh they're bad you're not smart it's something wrong with you. you have a problem and this that and third they're going to believe that so you make a child believe that there's something wrong with them and they can't do this they can't do that then they'll grow into an adult you know they'll grow into a disabled adult because they'll believe those things about themselves yeah and to to know a lot of people want to know right now how to recover from the, you know, the rape, what, what, you know, helped me to understand, you know, survivor. I mean, I would do that. I went to counseling, and this is where I learned exactly. I don't mind sharing it because it's, I went, it was just me. I learned this search model from healthysex.com. Consent equality, respect, trust, and safety. And you can apply those principles outside of sex when you deeply think about it in each and every area of your life. Because each and every area of your life doesn't involve just you, just inner food for thought. Um, As autistic people, we're sensitive lovers, compassionate lovers. Um, well, sometimes we're so honest, we may share things you didn't even ask for, but you'll be blessed by it in the end. Um, because we're very direct in our honesty kind of people. I am not a virgin. Um, 
I'm, I've kissed on lips before. I have a high libido. And I'm a sexually responsible person. I had to say that it's a big glimpse in context between rape and consensual sex. Right? I want people... Also, I only... I think I, I'm a person of integrity, so the ones I'm involved with sexually are of integrity too. So there is life sexually after rape. Because I don't know who's listening who may need to hear that, but there is. And I'm very comfortable with nudity and sexuality. I'm not a prude. Um, I'm not a prude shamer, I'm not a kink shamer, I'm not a sex shamer, I'm not into slut shaming as it's called, no. So that's how I feel um, distinctively um, in terms of sex and rainbow on the other side. I, I, I choose after instead of more reoccurrence of the old barbarity. So yeah. Gotcha. Now I know in our last um conversation, I know we was talking about that, right? You started off about with the sex. It seemed as if before you were you were feeling like people were thinking that, you know, because of your autism that like you weren't sexually active or you shouldn't be sexually active and you couldn't be sexually active. And right. I remember I had said to you that you are an adult. You're a 27 year old man. You're a grown man. And so there's no reason why you should have to repress your sexual feelings. And, you know, you shouldn't be guilted or, or shamed for, you know, right. having those emotions. I would that to me, that really shouldn't even be a factor because, you know, you're an adult and you're, you're a human being and, and, and you have needs and there's there's nothing wrong with them fulfilling those needs you know like you said as long as it's consensual between you and the other person um th- no one should really have anything to say about that right yes thank you <laughs> thank you and and i believe really in wrapping up because public service announcement i just do it for the audience wrap up condoms birth control safe sex yeah and, <laughs> and and you know it's so crazy because when I be on my podcast, I be like, people, you, it, it's so hard with the podcast to me because you have to be so careful about what you say because people can take what you say out of context and so whatever like you know however their their mentality is, they can take whatever <laughs> you say out of context. So it's like you have to like be like I don't know what if like you have to overly explain yourself and like really like, they understand like where you're coming from because. You don't know who's listening, and if you know, they can they can somehow, some way, try to like correlate what you said into like whatever the hell is going on like, in their mind. So you know, you have to make sure that you set the record straight. Because like. I learned a bad lesson. Not everyone knows what you know, so I can't assume that everybody's gonna assume what I'm assuming about them myself. And <laughs> and as autistic people. Yeah, so I'm gonna get a little more expert because this is important. There's a relationship between autism and sexuality. I was telling you the other time where we're, we are more sensitive than our neurotypical counterparts when it comes to positions and acts and sounds and vocalizations and noises and squeaking and um, 
rooms where sex is conducted. It's not just the bedroom. It's some people, everybody has sex differently. <laughs> awesome. So having sex as subjective is it's full blown sex, and it's not. Personally, I like full blown sex. I've had it before. Fantastic. <laughs> I've done kids before. That oh god, that's great. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm fantasizing while I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I see you're so late. Oh my god, I probably probably taking up your your bedroom time. <laughs> it's twelve twenty two Central Time in the morning. <laughs> it's one twenty two, but it's cool. <laughs> I have I'm hyperactive, you know. We're talking about sex, so hey, this is But yeah, I, yeah, we're sensitive to the whole nine yards of sex. And that's what makes us the best lovers. It's truth without being deep about it. But yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, I'm a very liberal, progressive-minded person, so sex is one of the ways I'm so free-spirited as I am. <laughs> free-spirit. <laughs> is that the problem, you know, with being a, a, a free-spirit? I can say myself to be a, a free, I'm a free-spirit, you know. Yeah. I love to travel. I love to meet new people. I love to try different foods, especially being from the East Coast and growing up right outside of like New York City. You know, I've I've had the opportunity to to meet all kinds of people and eat types of food. You know, and I, and I love it. You know, and I love to travel. I love you know, I love diversity. I love culture. So you know, I'm free spirit. <laughs> yes, we have the same things in common because I'm yes. free spirit too. I am not. I am unrestrained by convention. Yeah, I'm not restrained by convention. I I am unconventional. <laughs> I, I I agree. I'm definitely an unconventional person. You know, um, I would say I'm definitely like a nonconformist. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. I believe in do no harm, take no shit. (laughs) That's my motto. Do no harm, take no shit. (laughs) Goddamn right. Woo! Like that that is how I am all the way, baby. Like I'm just like, do no harm, take no shit. That's how I am. I don't really get into like, you know, I don't I don't never go around to try to like or set out to hurt someone or make someone look bad or try to like try people and be like yeah you know try to bully I don't I, I just live life you know just live life just just do you that's right do you you know that, that's that's how I be do you? Cause I'm gonna do me. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I was talking to one of my cousins, and we both agreed that nobody squeaky clean. And I'm gonna say this on air: I am not squeaky clean. I am not family friendly. I am not politically correct. And I'm proud. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not, you know, with my podcast, I think people are like she's talking about spirituality and all of this stuff, like, but. 
I'm not I'm not perfect, but I'm worth it. Like you know what I'm saying? This is a a curse. I talk about sex. I talk about you know what I'm saying? You ain't hear me on the podcast, you know, cursing, going the fuck off about something. And the next yeah. you can hear me like, you know, in mommy mode. And the next you can hear me, you know. <laughs> You're a full-fledged you know? person, full-fledged personhood. You know, like, like you know, you, you never know what you're gonna get on my podcast. You know, but it's, it's, it's it has explicit content on it. You know, <laughs> mine too. I put the e next to my name and name title on purpose because <laughs> I wanted Apple to not kick me off. So I said e. I told them ahead of time they're okay with it, so I'm still active on there. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Yes, 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 yes. You know, and I'm like, you know, me, you know, saying I'm a high priestess, yeah, because I'm a therapist that's, you know, I'm getting into my whole holistic thing, you know, healing thing, but I don't want to be a therapist that's like red eye, dry eye, so. How can I help you today? <laughs> so tell me about your mom's bitterness towards me. <laughs> that is you know what I had to record notes while feeling um, sorrow intensified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like with my podcast I'm like I don't know I'm like you know I'll be trying to figure out like which way am I going I, I I don't like on my podcast I know sometimes it's hard to hear the all of the music and then I was looking like if you add the music from Spotify then you can't have the sponsorship on and stuff like that it can't be monetized and all of that stuff so I'm like I'm, I'm really still figuring out you know how to tweak it and twerk it like to really I feel like it's all mine it's big the way I want it to be so really it's like I'm just kind of like playing around with it and yeah. seeing like you know how it goes you know because I'm still waiting for my next sponsor when you say tweaking and twerking I actually like to party and dance you know yeah. I'm a nightlife person I think weed is awesome yeah well look I have nothing against the weed but I'm not a weed smoker I'm a cigarette smoker, and I, I quit smoking, uh, like, a year ago, but then I kind of, you know, <laughs> I love my cigarettes. I most certainly did this before I was pregnant, but, um, I'm, you know, my, my man, he smokes weed. Most of my friends, everybody smokes weed, but I just don't smoke weed, per se, because uh, I like my cigarette and my wine. <laughs> Oh, well, I just developed a taste for alcohol, so I'm not a social drinker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a social drinker? What do you like to drink? I just started, I mean, I started like mimosas and everything. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the mimosas, yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good. Yeah, the mimosas. I'm a wine person. I'm a white wine. Like, I love my white wine. I love my Moscato. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love my Moscato. Yeah, I'm a wine, I'm a wine drinker. Like me, I'm a, I'm a wine, I'm a wine drinker. I, I, like- I don't really get into the hard liquor. If I do drink like hard liquor, it'll have to be because I'm out. I must be like at some type of like, you know, event, social event, something like that. I'll do like the vodka and cranberry juice. That'll be like my, my little like, I like juicy. hard drink. You I know? like juicy alcohol with the yeah. fruit. 
And I'm, I'm glad to say because I didn't smoke while I was pregnant <laughs> or anything like that. You know, I was letting them go. There's a nasty habit to have, but, you know, and I, I got to work on myself, you know? You know, I don't judge cigarettes smoking or cigarette smokers at all mm-hmm. at all because there's times where I'm depressed and like can, can I take that from you because I'm feeling like shit and I'm not saying <laughs> that I'm not judging people with depression or you only do that because you feel bad no I'm just that's how that's how that's what makes me sometimes like hey I want that because I'm feeling something but yeah I, I am sensitive to those stigmas because I don't believe in uh, stigmatizing people, you know, because I, I understand how life can be for all of us. That is intervals, and that is fluctuations. Yeah, it's like I'm a, I'm comfortable, and I can say this on air because I already said it on my air. <laughs> I no longer feel bad for those times where I have fun with my adult entertainment. Because mm-hmm. that's times where I get super hard I'm like can I I need I need I need a website to help me out with this COVID and I'm by myself <laughs> and then hey and masturbation is healthy you, you you should still do it even if you're in a relationship and a lot of people do I do oh yeah you know you know your own body so like I always say you know you should give yourself the best nut you you know, you should give yourself the best nut. You know your own body. You know how to touch, but it's touch. You know, you know your own body. So you should give yourself the best nut. Like you know, yeah. that's, that's something you know, I always say. Like, always say that. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. But we gonna end. We gonna end the show with that. No, <laughs> Wait, give yes. yourself the best nut. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best way to conclude. Thanks, Patrice. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. All right, take care. I'll send you everything, the recording, all that. All right, baby, much love. Much respect, much love, much peace. Peace is with you, my friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>